Hey there, Anchor. It's your pal Jay, and I'm here to do another video game review. Uh, this week, I was actually all set to do my review on a game that I recently picked up, uh, and that's Monster Hunter World. Uh, you know, it came out this Friday. Um, of course, if you got it at GameStop or you got it through Amazon, you were able to get it a couple of days early, which... I did, and I was all set to play it and review it for you, but due to unforeseen circumstances... Okay, actually, it was because my daughter pretty much grabbed the game, and I got nowhere near the Xbox all weekend long. Uh, I did get to watch her play it, but uh, I want to give it a shot and play it and review it for you guys, so that will definitely be coming next week because my daughter has midterms, and she better study and get away from the Xbox. Uh, at least that's what I'm going to try to tell her. So, instead, I'm going to review another game that I recently picked up. Hey, wow, I'm actually doing video game reviews of pretty recent video games. Who would have thunk it? Alrighty, so uh, I picked up a couple of weeks back Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. Battlegrounds, if you will. <clears throat> and uh, I picked it up for the Xbox. Now, as a lot of you may know, that this game is mainly out, it's out on Steam, uh, it's out on the PC. Uh, and it's really sort of more in a preview or a beta mode on Xbox. Uh, so it's at a discounted price. Uh, I actually picked it up for 25 bucks. So I think you can find it anywhere for 25 to $30. So <clears throat> first thing up front, if you uh, haven't started playing this game yet and you're think of thinking of playing it because, you know, this is a pretty popular game. Um, I was just reading uh, the other day. I think they're up to 4 million people online playing it for the Xbox alone. Uh, that's that's pretty good. They hit 3 million a couple of weeks ago. Or I'm sorry, about a month ago they hit 3 million, and they really thought, that's eh, probably where it's going to plateau. They're up to about 4 million, and they're actually saying that because of that, uh, for the Xbox version, I think coming at the end of this month, January, uh, so if you get the game and you register it <clears throat> before the end of the month, uh, you get some bonus content okay but like i said this game is pretty much still in a beta version a preview version so it's glitchy so please know that going in um sometimes it takes a while for maps to load up sometimes uh you know some of the graphics could be kind of spotty uh you know there are crashes there are uh some hitches and glitches in gameplay but Overall, I don't think it takes away from the game, and I'm going to explain why. Okay, so Battlegrounds, basically, <clears throat> it's a uh, it's an action game. It's a first- or third-person shooter, depending on how you want to play the game. And it's pretty much modeled after the classic Japanese movie, book, and uh, manga, Battle Royale. Uh, if you're not familiar with Battle Royale, very, very briefly, a bunch of high school kids get put on an island... They're given random assorted weapons, and they're pretty much told you have three days, and only one of you can walk away. Um, they're fitted with collars that if they wander into zones that have been deemed off-limits, the collars will explode, explode, yada, yada, yada. Just Google Battle Royale if you need to know more. So, Battlegrounds. Yeah, it's pretty much... Game starts off... It's 100 players at a time. You could either go uh, lone wolf mode, you know, you, you play just you. You can join a squad of up to four players, and, you know, pretty much it's the last person or squad left standing. So if you uh, are playing in a squad and 
all four of you are left or three or two of you from the squad are left, you guys win. So basically it's a hundred people. You get dropped onto an Island and I was just reading the Island. Um, it's about five miles by five miles. Um, and really the way the game starts off is you are loaded on a transport plane. Uh, the plane flies over the Island. Uh, each time a game starts, it flies over in a different pattern. Uh, but pretty much the island doesn't really change. Uh, you pretty much know where everything is on the island. And really what happens is, is a map comes up and you can kind of highlight. You can sort of uh, drop an icon, drop a beacon of where you want to try to land. Now, here's the thing. Like I said, it's a pretty big island. Uh, and there's some things on this island. There's small towns and cities. There's a military base. Uh, there's a couple of bunkers. Uh, of course, there's going to be a lot of items stashed there. However, chances are a majority of the players are going to drop into that area because they want to get all the good stuff. So there are remote areas of the island that you can drop down to where most likely other people won't be. But the chances of finding, you know, weapons and items to use are, you know, fewer. So, like I said, it's a pretty big island that you play on. Um... You'll see the total number of people playing. Like I said, it starts off with 100. And of course, as people are killed off, that number will go down. Uh, you will also see on the map, you will see a boundary. Boundary, it's a blue line. And if you're you know, playing in-game, you get close to it, you'll sort of see it looks like a blue barrier. You go past that barrier, you have... Uh, kind of depending on the server settings. You have you know, really just a few seconds to get back inbounds or you're eliminated from the game. Now, what happens is... Every few minutes, the boundary restricts. It sinks down. It constricts. Because really what it's trying to do is, you know, realistically, if you think about it, if you don't have this feature, people can pretty much hole up wherever they want and just wait it out and kind of wait for other people to kill themselves off. So what this does is by shrinking the map down, it brings people closer and closer together. It's going to force a lot of confrontations. Um You'll get a heads up about this. You know, it'll tell you uh, the map is going to constrict in two minutes. And uh, there's a countdown, you know, uh, the map is going to constrict 10, 9, 8, blah, blah, blah. Here's another thing that happens. Uh, and this really happens more in some of the heavy populated areas, uh, some of the towns near the military base, things like this. Every so often you will get a warning that in two minutes, this area, and it'll be highlighted in red. And if you're, again, in game you'll see sort of like a red boundary around it. Uh, you know, that in a certain amount of time, that area is going to be bombed. So if you're there, you're a goner. So again, you know, yeah, you could take up strategic positions. You know, you could hide. Uh, if you find sniper type weapons, you could perch somewhere and try to pick people off. But chances are, if you stay in one place for too long, the map or a bombing run will come and, you know, you're going to have to move. Here's another great thing. Again, you'll get a heads up on it, and in-game you will see it. Every so often, uh, a separate plane is going to fly over, and it's going to drop uh, random gear. You'll see it dropping out of the plane. It'll have a trail of red smoke behind it. And what's great about this is these are items that you don't normally find in-game. Uh, weapons, armors, uh, you know, power-ups, things like that that aren't normally found in-game. These are really rare items. So, of course, you know... Do you risk it? Do you go for this great gear? Because chances are 
whoever's left is probably going to be going for it too. Um, I mean, the idea behind it is great. I mean, ever since I saw the movie Battle Royale and read the manga, you know, I kind of wanted a game like this, as morbid as that sounds. Um, you know, I mean, listen, I play some first-person shooters. I play, you know, Battlefield. I play Battlefront. And, and they're great, you know. Don't don't get me wrong. But sort of this dynamic, this Battle Royale, this last person standing or last team standing, you know, it's pretty good because it really changes the way you play because, listen, you're eliminated. You don't respawn until the next round. That's a question that people are probably going to ask is, you know, you said there's 100 people. You know, how long do these rounds take? Um, I have must have played since I've gotten this game. I must have played, rough estimate, maybe about 50 rounds. I think the longest game I was involved in was about 35 minutes, maybe. Uh, I've been in some games that have been over in 10 minutes. Um, but on average, 20 to 30 minutes per round. So that's not really too bad. You know, it, you're, the game's going to constantly, you know, go over. And, you know, in, in, in a day or, you know, in, in a stretch of a couple hours, you can get quite a few rounds in. Um, you will get, uh, you know, for depending on how long you survive, how many people you take out, how well you play the game, you get, uh, you know, in-game credits, in-game cash. But really, all that stuff really buys you. It, again, it's just cosmetic stuff. It's clothing and, or, well, it's really just clothing. And here's the thing. It doesn't really help you out in gameplay. Um, you know, it's not, there's nothing special behind it. You know, there's no boosts or power-ups or, you know, special camouflage abilities or anything. It's, it's purely cosmetic. So, you know, do you want to run around kind of looking like a schoolboy or a schoolgirl? Uh, do you want to look like a military? Do you want to look like a, you know, it's, that's really all it is. It's just, how do you want to design your avatar? Go out there and play. So, like I said, the concept behind it is great, but there's some things that you are definitely going to need to know going in. This game is glitchy. It is very, very glitchy. Uh, the firing controls, I mean, listen, I am not the world's greatest uh, first-person shooter. If you encounter me on Battlefield, chances are you will take me out. Um, unless, of course, I'm, you know, playing as a support character uh, with my heavy gun. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, I'm talking Battlefield here. Uh, yeah, that's probably my best class is the support class. That's a separate podcast. Yeah, but the firing mechanics on it, they're not the greatest. They really take some getting used to. Um, a couple of times while trying to loot a house, making my way through, I will come face to face with another player. We will literally be standing two feet from each other, firing and missing like crazy. It's, it's nuts. Um... Yeah, you'll... Oh, there's vehicles. Completely forgot to tell you about that. You can find vehicles. You can hotwire them, get into them, drive around, run people down, run through barriers. But there are glitches. Uh, I've really never had a chance to get into a vehicle. I've never been that lucky to get one, but I have seen people driving it. I've seen people heading for gaps and fences. They look like they're going to go right through, and then the game will sort of hitch and they get stuck, and they get picked off. Um, so you have to know that going in, that, you know, there's going to be some games, some rounds that you play, server's going to crash, graphics aren't going to look that great, the mechanics aren't going to be that great, and it's going to be frustrating. Here's another thing that was pretty frustrating in the beginning. There is no tutorial at all. 
Um, best thing you could do, go online, look up, you know, Battlegrounds, Xbox, Xbox One gameplay. I play on the Xbox. I'm sure you could look it up in other ways. Really just look up gameplay. Uh, people have kind of posted um, sort of the controls. And that's the thing is because there's a lot. This, this actually started off as a PC game. So there's a lot of menus. There's a lot of, you know, to equip items. You know, there's a lot of menus to it. You know, if you're playing on a keyboard with a mouse or, or another type controller, it's a little easier. When you're playing it on the Xbox, uh, it's not so much. Because here's the thing. The triggers. You tap the trigger, and you're, gonna, you're looking down your sights. Um, you squeeze the trigger, and something else happens. You know, you tap uh, the D-pad, or you tap um, the analog stick. One thing... Excuse me. One thing will happen. You press it down. Another thing will happen. Um, it gets a little confusing. And of course, you can switch between first and third person views. So the controls that you use in first person views aren't really exactly the same as in the third person views. And it's a lot of trial and error. Listen, when you first play this game, you are going to get slaughtered in the beginning. There's a huge learning curve to this game. You really have to be patient with it. Um, I'm not one to be very patient with games, but I really gave this one a chance, and I really, really enjoyed it, as glitchy as it'll be. And here's the thing. It's like weekly, they've been giving updates. Um, just looking at some online forums, people that have started with this game when it was released back in December have said from December until now, you know, they've really, you know, Microsoft has really worked to, to improve a lot of the bugs, and they're just going to keep improving it as time goes forward. Um trying to think if there's anything else I could really say about this game. Uh, it's glitchy as heck. Nah, uh, I think that's really it. I mean, like I said, overall, I think this is a great game. Uh, I'm not really, like I said, I'm not really big on shooter-type games, first-person or third-person shooter-type games. But this one, you know, for all its glitches and all the bugs, you know, it's it's pretty fun. Uh and like I said, you know, you're going to get it at a discounted price, you know, anywhere from 25 to $30, which is really not that bad. And, you know, it's a lot of fun. One more thing I need to tell you guys. The community that plays this game, it's pretty toxic. Um, I play, like I said, I play Battlefield 1. I play Battlefront 2. People will come on the mic. Uh, sometimes they're just randomly talking. Sometimes they're actually trying to help you out, uh, letting you know where certain players are and things like that. And, you know, some people will come on. They'll have a little bit of a mouth on them. They'll curse a little bit. But, you know, they're really it's really more if something happens to them and they get frustrated. Uh, I have played rounds on this game where I have had to put headphones in because I can't have other people in the house hearing some of the stuff people are saying. Um, you will hear people shouting comments at one another if, you know, if somebody is hiding, if somebody is sniping a lot of people. I mean, a lot of nasty, nasty remarks. Yeah, the community that plays this game can get really toxic. So if you got little kids at home, play with headphones on because you actually you do need the volume up because you need to hear what's going on because if people are in vehicles... Uh, you will hear, hear people running around, doors opening, things like that. So you really need to hear what's going on. But with <laughs> some of the F-bombs that are being dropped while people are playing this game, like I said, if you got little kids in the house, put some headphones on, lower the volume, 
do what you got to do. Um, that is kind of a downside to it. It's one of the reasons why my daughter, who loves playing Battlefield, loves playing Battlefront, um, whenever she plays those games, if somebody gets on the mic and they start to get a little rude and crude, uh, you know, she'll just drop out of the game. She refuses to play this game just because she does not really like sort of the toxic community, the toxic environment that does go on there. So that is something else to consider. But listen, overall, this is a fun game. It's a great game. It's going to keep getting better and better. You know, they're going to throw some patches on it. They're going to take out a lot of the bugs. And hopefully sometime mid-2018, we're going to get really a finalized version of this game for the Xbox. And I think it will be very enjoyable by then. Alrighty, so once again, this is Jay. From the Stuff You Don't Need to Know, guys, uh, keep it tuned here. My friends Pete, John, and Alan, they're going to be dropping content day in and day out. Of course, you can find us on our other podcasts. John and Alan do a great podcast called The Nerd and Me. They actually just had a really good episode about uh, the 1989 movie Batman, which uh, was one of my favorites. Uh, Michael Keaton, I think did the best job playing Bruce Wayne, not Batman, but Bruce Wayne. So listen to them. Uh, my friend Pete and I, we do enter the nerd zone. Pete and John also have a great podcast called fat guys and little coats. And like I said, you can find all four of us right here on enter on stuff. You don't need to know. <laughs> Oops. Almost messed that one up. Um, so this is Jay signing off until next week. <laughs>